da 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 You sound insane. You realize that? Yeah. The whole world got crazy. Seriously? It's showtime. Welcome in, man, fam. Happy Halloween time to everyone. Hope you're doing just great out there. It's Richard and Kent, your horror movie correspondents of the Mad About Movies podcast. And we're back to talk the sequel, Halloween. Halloween 2. From 1982. Hope you watched all the Halloween movies, because we're going through all of them. We're going through all of them. Just the sequels, though. And then just the zombie ones. Just Season of the Witch. We're only mm. talking about that. We're we're still in the bad movie pandemic. I'm a I'm mode a, here. Uh, H2O guy personally. Oh yeah, that's not not a bad one. <laughs> they don't get they don't get quite as campy with Michael Myers as they did with Jason. You know, like he doesn't yeah. go to space like in Jason X or anything like that. Sadly, I mean, maybe we can get there. Hopefully, but we're we're not going to talk about all the. Halloween movies here, just a heads up to the listener. We're going to mainly talk about the new series. So if you've seen the 2018 Halloween and this one, I think you're in pretty good shape here. But yeah, Richard and I certainly enjoy these types of movies this, around this time of year. Do you end up watching a lot of scary movies this time of year, Richard? Keep yourself yeah. in the in the, in the the Halloween spirit. Yeah, I tend to, I, you know, I'll do the original Halloween I'll do The Shining for sure. And then the rest are kind of year-by-year basis. Some years I watch more, but those are the only two that I try to get to every year, like kind of like Christmas classics. But uh, but yeah, I think I, you know we're doing, we're doing uh, Scream on the VIP feed. Uh, I haven't seen Scream in a couple years. I'll fire that one up for sure, and I'll do... I don't know if I... I'm trying to think. I, I, I did... Uh, I've done a few of like you know, the Chuckies and like Leprechaun and stuff like that to kind of get in the mood, even though those aren't really Halloween. But but yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll watch them. I'll, I'll fire it up. But yeah, certainly a Halloween movie every year and The Shining every year. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, The Shining is certainly one of tradition for me as well. I love Stanley Kubrick, but I really enjoy slasher movies, Richard. There's just something yeah. so fun about them. And I think Hollywood is starting to realize that again. With the success of the 2018 one, with the reboot of Scream coming up here, I think we're going to be in a slasher renaissance. I don't know if I said that in the 2018 review episode. I probably did, but I think we're about due time for one. I think I think 2021 audiences are are primed for slasher content. With all the true crime podcasts and popularity of that type stuff, I feel like it's kind of in the same tone of that where it doesn't take itself too seriously and it's purely for entertainment yeah no absolutely absolutely there's there's something there's something about that genre that is you know and it's one of these things that's very cyclical too they kind of forget how to make these for a while and they're bad and they're campy and they're they don't quite have the, the the scares and they're all jump scares or something and then Someone kind of finds something new within the genre and redoes it, and then they're good for a while. And it's it's a very roller coaster ride of a genre. Yeah, absolutely. It, it just hasn't had any memorable great characters in the in the recent past in the mainstream. I mean, Happy Death Day comes to mind. Yeah, as one that's kind of resonated in the mainstream, but it tends in horror movies in general typically tend to be 
more underground unless you're crossing over with something like the conjuring or paranormal activity and those are mainly ghost stories this is kind of a different a different thing but so let's get into to halloween kills richard were you anticipating this one or were you just like oh no another another one of these you know i in between you know i thought i thought the the one that gordon green and and mcbride had done a couple years ago was very good and uh, I did not feel it truly necessitated a sequel, um, but when I heard it was happening, I was is I the thing I did was check and make sure it was still them and not you know they're producing it with someone else you know kind of taking the reins. Yeah. And once I saw that, I was like, okay, this would probably be pretty good again. Uh, that last one was was far more effective, and then the title was so interesting. The trailers were so much more about you know almost like a revenge film you know against Michael um, in a way. So. That seemed like a cool angle on it, and uh, yeah, and then yeah, we'll get into the movie itself. But yeah, I was I was reasonably peaked for this one for sure. I thought that was a cool way to bring Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee mm-hmm. Curtis, back into the fold. Yeah, of having her Michael escape and having her build up this fortress for all these years, waiting for him to come back and for it to be on Halloween in Haddonfield. I thought it was an organic, fun, nostalgic look back at the original Halloween, but also reinvigorated the franchise and pushed it forward and gave it a new energy and a new direction. But here we come with Halloween kills, right? Mm -hmm. I think they, they, I don't know about you, Richard, but I think they, they kind of doubled down on the, remember this is Halloween from 1978. Yeah. That's what this movie's related to. Remember that a little too much. In fact, way too much with this one. It felt like, they were constantly trying to remind us that this is related to that one, and remember a that lot of one. Stunt and casting, remember how great bringing, that one was, oh, and look, look at this actress or, or actor that hasn't worked in twenty years. Well, they're right. back. Remember they character. were the kid in, in the original Halloween. Yeah. Like, no, we don't. We don't. We don't remember that kid who got scared <laughs> by Michael in the original yeah. Halloween. They're like, why? Yeah, no, this one was really fan servicey. Like, and, and I'm a fan. Uh, yes. So I, 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 but I, I was over serviced. Which is usually not a problem. <laughs> no, never. And man, this you're right. I think maybe in the entire pantheon of like what they're gonna do with this trilogy, maybe it makes sense. Like this is the one where it's just total nostalgic look back, like everybody's reflective of the moment and realizing the situation. And it's kind of the second act of the play, so to speak. But mm. I don't know if any of it worked for me. The one thing about it is <laughs> this was all kind of shot at the same time. It felt like, and I'm stealing this line from Rob fee friend of the show, but he said it felt like this was all just deleted scenes from Halloween <laughs> that they, th- yeah. they threw into a movie. Yeah, it, it is. It is interesting. It, it definitely felt like a stretch a thon, you know, let's find some other characters we can kill. Um, so the, uh, I guess this is leading to a, a third in this particular series, right? Isn't that the kind of the plan? Yeah, Halloween ends is the final one. Yeah, and so um, this just kind of it felt like deleted scenes. It also just felt a lot like filler. Like this isn't a very good movie. It, yeah, it felt even, like we even have for the genre, we have one movie's worth of story that we're stretching out into a trilogy because we know this is going to make money. Sure. And as soon as the first one won the weekend like it didn't yeah. even get through the weekend before they announced the this one <laughs> i think it was like the saturday the next day that they announced halloween kills was gonna gonna be a thing or that monday or something so man 
Yeah, I agree with you. They it just does feel like filler to ultimately Halloween ends. And I mean, I guess all you want from a fan's perspective and, and most people listening to this who enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it for what it was, you know. I, I Yeah, there's parts I enjoyed. I like the end. We'll get to that in a minute. I'm like, now I'm it did successfully tease me for Halloween ends because it's like, okay, we've 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 really laid everyone to waste here. Not to get too we'll talk spoilers in a bit, but it's a Halloween movie. You can imagine people die. Right. I guess all you really want from this is Michael Myers killing. And boy, sure. does this have some of the most insane kills yeah, it we've does. ever seen from Michael Myers. And I guess you want them to push the envelope in that regard because uh, that's what they're mainly selling. Like They don't want to lean too heavily into the story aspect of this. And Every 10 minutes, you want somebody to be slashed up. That's just what, what it is. And I think it's well-paced in that regard. No, I agree. doesn't take itself too seriously, and it, it no. knows it's a Halloween movie at the end it, of the day. It does, though, have – it does. It, it definitely builds to a, a kind of, you know, rhapsodic, you know, Michael Myers ending. And then that kind of shows its, its self-awareness. But there's a lot of this, though, that – for a lot of this movie that – that did kind of lack that um, spirit of the of the last film. I thought it, it wasn't as not that it was lighthearted or funny, but it it did kind of lack that um, a little bit of of fu- a little less fun for sure. Right. This is where things get get serious, you know. And I didn't like the the ending. Okay, we'll get spoilery now, I guess. If we talk about the actual contents of the movie, who loves who dies, things like that. So. If you want to stay spoiler-free and you haven't seen the movie, then stop listening. So we start the movie, and Officer Officer Hawkins is alive all of a sudden. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, we're going to retcon this thing already? Yeah. That that disappointed me, even though I love Will Patton as an actor. And anything he's in and shows up in, I'm, I'm all in for. So, like, naturally, the fan of me was like, oh, we get more Will Patton. Great. But... Um, at the same time, like, oh, do we really need this character back? Uh, we had a pretty effective moment in Halloween 2018 when the doctor kills him, you know, to save Michael. I thought that was a, and rewatching it, it was even more effective, like, because I had forgotten about it. So, yeah. And the way they feel like we have to remind everybody what happened in Halloween, <laughs> too, yeah, as if we haven't seen Halloween or people are coming into this having never seen any Halloween movies. There's so many flashbacks to the first movie, talking about things that happened in the first movie. I locked him in the cage and then I burned my house down. Yeah, we know. We were just we just saw that in the in Halloween. You know, I, I feel like there's a they leaned way too heavy on we need to re explain what's going on instead of just moving the, the plot forward into continuing the story you know empire strikes back they don't do a 20 minutes of talking about what happened in in star wars right so well they have so much kind of you know what's canon and what's not in this it's very confusing now that we've you know when that came out three years ago halloween did why is that movie called halloween because it's such it's not a re you know in any way a reboot it's yeah that doesn't make sense to to me now either yeah it's like now that we're seeing that this is like the true now that it's connected, yeah, yeah, connection. It's like that should be called, you know, Halloween lives, and then this is Halloween kills and Halloween ends. I mean, it's so like so. I get kind of having to 
because you know you do have to okay what timeline am i in on this you know how there's so many sequels now that don't count some do count what is this you know um but i think some some simple titling would maybe help with that to kind of you know kind of like dawn of the rise of the planet of the apes mm-hmm. those titles are all absurd but at least they kind of are all interconnected and you kind of know that this is a a, a series in itself yeah I, I i think you're right i don't i don't know halloween kills is a is a terrible title anyway yeah is it because it's the holiday that kills is it i don't i don't know i don't i don't understand but michael myers is a character what do you think of him because i like the the total supernatural aspect of what he's taken on yeah where he's just this invincible force of nature now and mm-hmm. nothing can kill him and the only thing that can kill him is killing Lori, basically, mm-hmm. or that or that's what's keeping him alive is, is that she's still around. I like that. I think that's fun. Me too. Because you Me know, I, I think that it's fun that it's established now, though. Because before, it's like, oh, he's dead. At the end of Halloween, I was like, that could be it. You know, I thought it was pretty convincing when they lock him in and burn the house down. It's like yeah. this could be the end. But now it's just like. Nope, he's an invincible monster. No, absolutely. And, you know, there was that kind of credits breath or whatever that was quasi-ambiguous and stuff. Um, yeah, but yeah, now, I mean, as we go... the, the Very the Undertaker. Scene, very Undertaker, yeah. The, very the Undertaker. Undertaker had to have taken some of his persona from oh, 100%. the shape. Because the way the shape moves around, and yeah. it's very Undertaker. Very much so, especially older Undertaker. Yes. Um, yeah, it's it's wild. There's a lot of, um, I mean, there's a scene in this. Uh, we I don't want to get spoilers, but where he takes on like nine people at once. All you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like he's become this sort of almost like uh, the Fast and Furiousification of Michael Myers. Yeah, that was a little ridiculous. There was also a scene in this that I thought was pretty ridiculous. I mean, they go so far into the into the satire thing remember the scene where judy greer is trying to protect the guy who they think is michael mm-hmm. in the in the hospital and it's basically a recreation of the uh ashley babbitt situation right mm-hmm. yep i mean shot for shot essentially right. right they're locked in this area people are banging on the doors like the angles that they use a guy is in a jersey with the number six on it right what day did that all occur on right so that's what i thought that that was clearly commenting on was that situation, which makes me think, I was like, didn't they shoot this before that happened? It's like kind of a weird thing. Or did they cram that into this movie on top of the scenes that they had already shot? I don't know. But that whole storyline of the riot group, you know, assembling of he must die now, that whole thing. I just, I couldn't stand that. And I was convinced that that one dude that was leading the charge, the big bald guy, was going to be Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. Because they always hint that we've never heard his voice. Right. And I, it, I was always convinced he was just going to be one of the townspeople that nobody knew that was him. Because they don't That's, show his face. They don't say yeah. his voice. I think that would be a great twist ending. Is like he's just one of these people. You know, I don't know. Thousand percent. No, I, I that did not occur to me. That's funny. That is funny of 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 where he exists. You know, part of me never wants to know. That's always been the great appeal of this character is the unknown. But I, I agree with you. That's that's interesting. I'm, but I'm so interested in the 
in in this next one because it's it's kind of hard to see where it goes from here other than just a, a full mono mono or mono womano. Yeah. So, what do you think? It's it's. Uh, what are your predictions for Halloween ends? Because, um, I mean, I guess we're gonna get a Lori Michael face off. It's got to I mean, be. I mean, that's does Halloween old... end? Or right. does Lori end? I mean, right. Jamie Lee Curtis. I could see her being like, "I'm only doing this if I die at the end." Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not doing another Halloween movie. She's done like. Are they both like you said the only the only something. thing uh you know keeping him alive is is her being alive so maybe they both die something like that probably but but they got to keep Halloween going like I imagine that the studio Universal is going to be like regardless of of her I think people want Michael Myers so yeah. they'll find a way to bring it back but so I don't know flashbacks or something. I think I think you just throw in Michael Myers into any situation and be like it's summer 1994 and Michael <laughs> Myers is on the loose like give me that okay I'm in it yeah. doesn't have to be explained by canon or anything like that or makes sense no. in this world right it, agreed and this movie takes so much like hyper interest in the canon you know to the point to of its like, detriment. Oh, yeah. yeah very much to its detriment it's still a fun movie in a lot of parts and has a cool I'm I'm still interested I'll see the third one and I'll be excited for the third one but yeah, this one is straight up uh, almost like a, a fan service or a, what's the word I'm looking for? Jurassic like, World? Yeah, it has some Jurassic World to it. It, it, it has always comes to mind when fan I think fiction. of fan service. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it has some fan fiction piece to it. It's like, you know, we got, oh, we got to see Kyle Richards. You know, she was the kid. Like you were saying, like, I don't care. Yeah. The, one of the Real Housewives was a kid. Um, you know, it's just, it's just, uh, it's a funny very because the last one was so brilliantly um homaged um with just enough new feel a little twist on the old you know jamie lee curtis really brought it back but then you add judy greer in there um you know it's it's kind of a fun uh a, f- a fun piece and then and and now we're kind of left with Oh, now Officer Hawkins was actually there in 1978 right. and was one of the policemen. Yeah. And we've got, oh, like, yeah, you can say that in the first one, and it's like, oh, cool, that that that's why he's here and why he has passion for this, for killing Michael. But we don't have to see that. We don't have to. And that's, I guess, cool to see the original kind of flashback to the original movie and have it look the same and have the original Michael costume. And I do actually love... You know, bring you back John Carpenter to do the score and all that. Yeah. And I think yeah, I know. the Halloween score, or maybe the Shining, Psycho, might argue with that, but it's one of the greater, most iconic scores in horror movie history for sure. So I'm glad they leaned on that. All that kind of stuff is neat, but it's it is it's purely fan service. And big mistake of this movie too is having Laurie in like a hospital bed the whole time. <laughs> like, come on. So the only scenes we get is like the dude that plays Stuart on Mad TV getting murdered by Michael. Like that's the only thing we're cutting back to. Yeah, he has a name. He, he has a name. The other Michael McDonald. Show some yes. respect, Kent. Um, that is his legal name. Not that Michael McDonald. Um, yeah, no, it's yeah, that I mean if we go to the if we go kind of I mean, I know we're we're still somewhat early, but if we get a little spoiler spoilery to talk about the new ones, like I did love the uh I did love the 
the uh, not Allison, and she kind of lives through it, but the Karen kill was pretty cool. Yes, um, and a fun. great you know because you think okay, it's these three kind of against him. We're gonna see them throughout the whole trilogy, and then it's like nope. <laughs> that was pretty awesome, um, and a good you know classic like come from behind. Uh, but yeah, the scene before that of like when he's just like you know Bane fighting fifteen people and yeah. killing them all is like all right. And just wiping out the cast. So, but yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, this whole cast basically gets wiped out. So, more interesting to talk about. It's. It, I think it's got to just be a showdown, almost like uh, that Stallone uh, Schwarzenegger movie where they're in the prison. <laughs> it's got to just be like that, right? It's got to be just Jamie Lee and and Escape Plan. Yeah. yeah, Escape Plan. Yeah, and Michael Myers just locked in a room and and having it out. I feel like will be the could be the the end, which is I'm I'm here for. It's almost it's. Amazing that this isn't funnier. Like, could yeah, you do not, a, like a comedy version of Halloween? And you would think like a one with Danny McBride writing it and David Gordon Green directing it. I know David Gordon Green has directed a lot of other movies besides mm-hmm. besides comedies. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like, I feel like this is a world where you could do a Happy Death Day style Michael Myers movie where it's purely meant to make you laugh and... Uh, yeah, watch murders basically. <laughs> the two great, you know, two of your best. Did you ever hobbies. see Freaky with Vince Vaughn? I did. That's another. I like that movie. Yeah, yeah, I like that movie a lot. That was yeah. a, that was a nice little surprise uh, last year. Yeah, Vince Vaughn was really was really he funny was, in that. He yeah. was. So he was. yeah, I think there's there's room in this universe to play in, and man, I think Scream, the new Scream, which again is called Scream. Why is it called that? Because right. it's got all the original cast coming back. I don't know to, I don't understand yeah. that. Ama- amazingly, David Arquette was available. Really? Yeah. I Man. don't know how, but he was. Because I thought he was doing that new Fincher film. He's doing the new C A L L A T T uh, commercial. <laughs> They're bringing that back. <laughs> nostalgia. It's all nostalgia. That was a good one. That got me. I always wanted that sweatshirt. You know that he he was like dialing the numbers on that had the numbers. <laughs> I gotta rock that thing with the sponge numbers on it. Um, okay, yeah. Let's so not I don't call know each other collect all the time. <laughs> I mean, Let's make that. You, you know how we used that? to write. I mean, you're not <laughs> saving your friends money. If you're not. Oh man, <laughs> this is yeah, a collect. Should... Co- imagine every time I call, this is a collect call from. It's from a random number every time. <laughs> it's like, can't we have cell phones? Calls are included. Why do I have to pay for this? <laughs> It's like the McGruber thing. Like there were there was a, there was a spot two blocks ago. Yeah, with meters. <laughs> oh, one of the okay. best, one of the best lines of all time in that movie. Yeah, but I think like with slasher movies in general, just to kind of put a bow on this and get towards a grade on on Halloween ends. I think there's there's room in slasher movies in general. The public interest is there. I mean, this thing was trending all weekend on Twitter. Uh, you know, just from being on Peacock, right? Ken, I so, found the T-shirt, by the way. They have it. I found it. It was on a sweatshirt. Vintage. It was a, a blue hoodie. Well, they have it in T-shirt, but form printed with the numbers on it for collect calls. Just letting you know. I've been sure you can get it printed on a hoodie. Just letting you know, I found it. Uh, call ATT hoodie. I'll <laughs> find that one somewhere. Um, yeah, <laughs> ATT. Remember when he would dial it on the hoodie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he was dialing yeah. the phone. 
That's what I'm thinking about. Maybe it was like one specific ad that I'm thinking of. It wasn't that big of a deal. I always wanted to make Seven Up Yours uh, shirt too. I had that one. shirt when I was a kid. I wanted it. I got that shirt at Spencer's, I think, or something. Yeah, I thought I it was did. very funny for and for, for a very topical three weeks. Yes, it was. I was Orlando the Orlando Jones, Jones of my time. Orlando <laughs> yeah. Jones. He had like, that. He had SNL. evolution. He was like, dude, yeah. this is... Uh, Beck yep. Bennett like rode that that wave into SNL too, I think. Uh, yep, absolutely. Being on a funny commercial. Okay, so let's wrap up Halloween Kills yeah. with a grade. I'm not sh- I don't know what I remember grading Halloween, but I think I gave it an A minus around. Yeah, there, I think we were like in that. the B plus to A minus well, range. Is how I'm, I feel going, about it. Going like B minus with this one. Yeah, because I still like have big passion for Michael Myers movies and. I will love these and watch them every year because I think they're fun to just randomly put on during Halloween, put on Halloween four, you know, it's just, it's kind of a fun thing. So yeah, I'll give it a B minus just for rewatchability and, but certainly a disappointment and hopefully they stick to landing on this. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I, I'm very interested in the ending much. I, you know, the movie was kind of pointless. I'm going to give it a C plus. Um, but it was successful in peaking me for how this is going to end. So, um, if this had to be the kind of you know two hour plot filler, that's that's a shame. But uh, but yeah, with with how it's all laying out now, I'm very interested to see where they go for for how Halloween ends. I will I'll be there. Yep. All right. Well, Brian was not here for the review, but he will be here for weekly recommends. Weekly recommends. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, man, I'm gonna maybe surprise you guys and 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 the listener again um, with my with my recommend. But uh, another horror movie, Halloween Kills. Have y'all seen? Have y'all watched Midnight Mass on Netflix? I have not yet. No, because I no I, I have Squid Game, mm-hmm. and then after Squid Game, I was like, I can't do another series right now. Sure. I don't have the energy to binge in another Netflix thing, but I've got it queued up and I've heard great things. It, it's like, it might be my favorite show of the year. I, oh. I loved it. I, I was, uh, oh, well. I mean, I was hesitant obviously because of the horror element and, um, the other, like the, the other shows that are, that are, you know, sort of attached to that are like super no goes for me. Um, but I had enough people, Enough people recommended, and just be, and we're really talking it up and saying, you know, it's it's creepy, but it's not that terrible. And all anyway, so Lindsay and I watched it um, this last weekend. It's only seven episodes, and it's great. Like I, I was really, I was incredibly nice. impressed with the the setup. I thought it was. I mean, there's some of it that's that's fairly generic for like a horror or, or creepy stuff. Like it's you know set on an island and and all this sort. Of, anyway, but um. The cast is great. I think that the main character, Hamish Linkletter, the, the main actor, I thought yeah, he really might good. be like, like he may be yeah. the front runner for, for uh, Emmy come next year. Um, and I've, I mean, it is up there. Maybe the, yeah, yeah. I mean, Carla Gugino she only shows up for like a half second, unfortunately, but, uh, but yeah, no, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm not um, yeah, the cast is great, and it's you did a lot of really fun stuff with it, and it's it is very creepy and horror-y, but but only 
in small doses for the most part until like the last the last episode or episode and a half. Um, but it it uh, for me and maybe some for you guys as well. Like the hand it, it handles both sides of 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 faith like better than almost any movie or TV show I've ever seen. I mean, it, it is a there's a lot of realism and a and a ton of. Uh, religious allegory and whatnot that's sort of baked into it from but but like in a I felt like a very appropriate way both from the the positive and the critical side of things so anyway uh, I'd be interested to see what, what you guys thought about it but it's uh it's fantastic and I was I was I would not have expected to say that when I saw <laughs> when it dropped on Netflix that's that's definitely not my my typical uh bag but it's it's really good I think you guys would both like it I never expected you to be into uh, something with the religious horror aspect, like the uh, I know same the here. demons yeah. no, and the whole yeah, like yeah. you know. And, oh, if I was to recommend this to you and you read the uh, description, I would think this uh-huh. would be yeah. so you'd be so out on this. But um, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Wow, no, it's not demons though, and that's a big thing. I hate. I don't like demons. I don't like witchcraft. I don't like ghosts. Things like that. That's where I get really, really creeped out. So, it's not that. It's but I don't want to give it away because if if you don't know really what's going on with it, I don't I don't want to tell you or 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 the listener. But um, it's Mike Flanagan, the guy who directed uh, yeah. Doctor Sleep. Yeah, I was gonna say it's the Doctor Sleep I did, guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I which you, you also like really a lot, interesting. So. I would be very, most times I don't really care about this kind of thing, but I would be very interested to hear, to see and hear like what his uh, faith story is and like his upbringing and stuff like that. Cause he, it seems to me that he has some, he's really working through some stuff with, with this stuff. I may be completely just projecting on that front, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. And, and I, I just, I was very impressed with, I mean, you guys know I I hate nothing more than faith based movies and entertainment. I think it's the absolute worst. So, for me, it's like if you're gonna if we're gonna discuss faith and religion through a TV show or a movie, I would much rather it be done in a an organic way rather than in a an evangelical kind of way. I guess because I think it's just anyway. Uh, I digress, but I was very I was very impressed with with what was with what was put to screen on this one. Glad it has your endorsement. I will get, I'll cool. definitely check it out sooner rather than later because of that, yeah. but it was on the list. I like horror TV shows. I know mm-hmm. I, I talked to, I talked about the purge, but you know, I'm into American horror story too. I, I like that. Um, I'm into this kind of anthology horror series type thing. Um, but, but yeah, Richard, what's your recommend? Yeah, my recommend is a documentary that's out on Apple TV. I know, uh, Kent, you and I talked about this one a bit. I don't know if you've seen it yet. But the uh, the Todd Haynes uh, Velvet Underground movie. Have you watched that yet? I want to watch it with the wife because she's a big Lou Reed fan. So we're waiting to watch it. But Yeah. I I like this a lot. You know, it's like very art housey because it's Todd Haynes. And so, but if you're going to do that, this is kind of the, you know, it fits the aesthetic of the Velvet Underground. But there's especially the opening like 20 minutes is kind of this narration with these like blinking mm-hmm. sort of Warholian like close-ups um, and then like just voiceover over those as they kind of describe the childhood of 
John Gale, uh, John Zale and and, uh, and Lou Reed. So anyway, it's like it's kind of purposefully. I don't know. It's very intentional the way it's made, which would annoy me probably if it was about literally any other subject. But it kind of fits the overall aesthetic of the band very well, which is an interesting way to do it. Um, and a lot of cool stories, and you know, it's a really interesting. I love that you know that album is such a great, important, seminal album, and then you know that band just didn't really last, and so, um, and then you know Lou Reed's solo work and a lot of other solo work came out of it, but um, the kind of story of that band in New York during that period and Nico and and all the stuff that comes with that is is certainly interesting. So I think uh, I think you would both enjoy it, but it's like very Todd Hainsey, so yeah. just a word of warning. Yeah, but I think I, it still gets I would be really interested in a movie about the late 60s New York art rock scene with Warhol and the Velvet Underground and all yeah. those all those bands. I think that would be a really interesting sure. world to explore. But no, I'll definitely check this out. I'm super into this and, and can't wait for it. Apple TV seems to be doing some really cool documentary work, at least. So that's that's great. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely, it, it, you know, it... Netflix's model, right, is just to like throw as many documentaries on the platform as possible. This one definitely feels more cinematic and like purposeful instead mm-hmm. of just like, yeah, let's get some talking heads, edit this together in 30 minutes, and okay, cool. Here's your documentary about X. Well, that's um, great. This is a little different. I've got something up your alley, Richard, for my recommend this week. It's the Chucky series. Mm. I don't know if you've seen <laughs> this on USA. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's only like two episodes so far, but. It's like too many Chucky movies, you know? I mean, it's exact, exactly what you would want it to be. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah, it's the original, original creator and everything. Chucky I was surprised that. when I read that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's exactly like I said. It, it, it follows, I guess, the tone of the Aubrey Plaza movie a couple of years ago. So, if you liked that, I think okay. you would like this. But, yeah. I mean... Give me give me a a 40-minute Chucky movie, uh, you know? Uh, yeah, six times a year, yeah. eight times a year. Six I'm, times I'm a good year with that. I think yeah. that'd be fun. It's a fun character. I think they've embraced the lunacy of it and and can have some fun with it. Yeah, definitely. So check it out, Richard. The Chucky, uh, the official Chucky correspondent. Sure. Of, I will. I'm going to. Of Mad About Movie. He does. I do love Chucky. I will. Um, I will uh, I will, I, it's definitely on my list. I think I'll, yeah, no, I, I, I need to like, I think I, I do need to watch them one at a time. So I need to catch up. No, quick, I'm yes, exactly. Yeah. It's good day, once so a week, I'll, like I'll get, it, I'll get it going 40 minutes in the morning type of show. It's yeah. a, it's an easy, fun little yeah. well, TV show. So I'm sad, Brian, that you missed Halloween kills, but you know, maybe, maybe you'll work up. Maybe, maybe next episode you'll recommend that. We're, we're making <laughs> yeah, strides on, on the weird, show, man. I, yeah. I I love that. It was Candyman yeah. and and uh, Midnight Mass, and you know, just get Michael Myers, and we'll get some slasher movies involved, and yeah. he'll be right along. Yeah. We'll get Ari Aster I'll, next. I'll definitely watch it over the next couple of weeks. I just didn't have time today to to get it in. Dude, unfortunately, I, I I would suggest. I don't know. I don't know if you would be into Halloween Kills as much as you'd be. Into I'll be. Like, I do not expect to like it. Um, just from having seen some of the reviews and stuff. I mean, I, I I felt like that last one was was good enough, was solid. Um, but when yeah. when every article is here's a ranking of all the kills in Halloween Kills, that's usually not my my jam. But uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I'll, 
It's free. It's on Peacock. It's on yeah. Peacock. You know, so I'll. Uh, I'll and it's great branding it for Peacock. I mean, it just fits yeah. their brand perfectly. Michael Myers. <laughs> so random that's yeah. like first thing you see yeah, when you, you just... go see this movie is the Peacock symbol. It's like <laughs> you're used to watching the Today Show or something, and then <laughs> next thing you see is Michael Myers. So of course, all right. There we go. There's Halloween Kills. There's the recommends, and we hope you enjoy it. Uh, we'll be back next time. I think we're talking maybe Dune. Yeah. 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 Wow. But it's the '84 Dune. Sorry. No, the sci-fi Again. miniseries. Uh, okay. yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back for then. Until next time. See you in the cinema. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya ya. Your salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. 